Hey, my name is Kevin Clark. I'm the host of a new football podcast called Slow News Day. I want to tell you about it. On Mondays, Lindsey Jones and I will recap the weekend in football that was, as well as look ahead to what's next. On Wednesday, the normal Slow News Day, the thing you've been watching for years, current players, current coaches, current analysts talking about the football world. And on Friday, it's a wild card. Could be some college football, could be more pro stuff. It's a video podcast, so you can watch it on Spotify or listen to it wherever you get your podcasts. Follow on Spotify. It's Slow News Day. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state. Based on coverage selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. lot of things are happening today, and I can tell you, honestly, Jesse is happy about almost none of them. It's not that I'm not happy about it. It's just like you've got such a weird freakish Dude, energy that is throwing me off. I can't tell if you're, like, actually excited or if you're, like, so stressed to the max that it's, like, one of those, like, manic oh, energies where it's like, yeah, we're going to do everything. We're going to go out there. We're going to win. We're also going to kill them all. That's, like, the energy you've got. Josh Cohen's here as well. <laughs> this is the other thing we're doing different. Now, Josh is not an interview. He's going third man in today. We've never done this, by the way. Have we? Uh, we've had people on, I feel third like. Third man in, though. He's just here from the start. So Josh Cohen is here, PC Sports. We just put him full screen on our television, even though you can't see it. It's big news for us. So well, he Josh, likes to see himself. That's fine. He does. We are trying out the third man in today. This is different than an interview or uh, a yeah. spot. But we will have interview questions as well. But yes, I think it's great to have someone who knows more about specific sports cards, but also at the same time, we want a, card a different segment of this business that we don't deal with, which is consignment, grading, things like that. Sure. Uh, I think this is one of the things that the audience is going to need to hear. You guys have the fifth largest card selling account on eBay. Is that right? By dollars sold. Yeah. By dollars sold. And what did, what did you say to number seven? What you were seventh place in what? Volume. Total cards. So number volume. of cards sold. Absolutely. Insane. And overall sales in the U.S., you're 30th, right? Just in every category. Give or take. Anything on eBay, we're top 30. Josh, when's the last... Big deal, bro. When's the last time you had Taco Bell, Josh? <laughs> I had two soft tacos on the way to the studio. <laughs> when did the show go from Jesse is the nonsense... I'm a Taco Bell fan. Are you? Oh, hang on, I am. You know that's my favorite, People aren't bro. listening at this point anymore. Anyways. We've already <laughs> lost them, so let's just dive into this. <laughs> Had a couple soft beef tacos oh on the way to the studio. Before also, a show, that's a sign of depression. I'm telling you, I've already, been there, bro. Already have crazy <laughs> hyper energy today. Yep. It's going to be very interesting show. So I'm excited. That's all I wanted to add to this conversation. Jesse, you can proceed <laughs> with whatever you were saying. When did it, well, I just want to so, know, when did it switch from I was the nonsense to you were the nonsense? I mean, I, I like it. Don't get me wrong. I know like likes... for a long time. He's always been the nonsense. Thank you. Well, that is, he he does bring a certain nonsense-esque quality we'll uh, to Josh a room. Pick, though. Josh, we, I have three topics I want to get your, uh, Jesse's going to throw in some info as well, but I want another card guy for some of these. We got NFL wax forecast and then a couple big games. When to sell hot players, just in general, because that has come up recently, in NBA preseason buys. You're the guest. Since I don't, I'm not going to, I'm going to tune out most of it. I'm going to, I'm going to focus on this part, though. Where would you like to start? Let's start with NFL and when to buy and sell people. Okay. NFL, okay. Well, you are the expert of buying and selling people. I want to, I would like to hear his opinion right off the bat. What are your, what are your takes on buying and selling? Well, let what me, are your hot tips? Let me set the premise though, Josh. Here's the reason this is the topic for today. You may have heard of that guy, Cage Lawyer. Here's a real yes. name he doesn't use, which is ridiculous to me. I'm going to start calling myself, you know, fence podcaster. Like it's just ridiculous. But anyways. <laughs> well, he, 
Do you do anything with fences? He is a lawyer. So. It's the cage part, though. <laughs> is it, I'm the podcaster. The cage part. Does cage I'm... not incorporate to any part of his name? I don't think so. Nor do I care. And okay. it should. Either way, we're too old for nicknames. It's ridiculous. So yeah, Geo. He <laughs> a sports boy with your hair part over there. Okay. So his contention was, I am really hung up on this because I got a lot of pushback on social. Okay. He went live the other day on Instagram. And he was like, Hey, you got to sell Judge now. He's super high. Now is the time. And my thought was, dude, with a guy like Judge, out of spite, mostly for my own well-being. I was like, I'm buying judge cards just because I think in a month they're going to go crazy. So like two examples, Aaron Judge today and Jalen Ortua or both. You can use all three of those examples. When you see stuff like that and you're seeing the same sales I am, right? They're all crazy through the roof. I'm even going to throw pool host in there because another guy, absolute crazy spike. What is your thought of when to sell? Go case by case with those four people. When do you sell judge? Um, I listed all my judge cards this week. Okay, oh. you better bring up the energy in these responses, or I swear <laughs> that was a that was a subtle drop. I hope he loses. He didn't want to scare so, you. So the reason I'm selling Judge right now is he's hot as sh- he's hot as hell right now. Don't want to use catch. really bad language. Thank you. Uh, H-E double hockey stick still not clean, but I'll take it. I guess <laughs> fair. Oh, Very hot right now, yep. and he's going to be out of the news in two months. And long term. I compare since he came up, I've compared judge to Ryan Howard. So he's having his biggest possible year and look at Ryan Howard cards right now. They're nothing. Oh yeah. Yep. And not only that, his peak on the field even was guard. So here's my contention with judge though. I'm not holding him long-term. I just think the difference between a week ago when I made this argument and three weeks from today. So give it a span of one month. I think there's massive potential triple crown, Regular season ends and it's just going to be a known fact he's MVP and postseason noise. Yeah, but I think that's all being priced in already. And okay. I'd rather I'd rather take ninety percent of the peak than watch it go down and be like, oh no, yeah. they're going to win this series, so I might as well wait, or I'm going to do this. The, the the odds of his price being higher in March, which is the long term view of it, right? Six mm-hmm. months from now is long term in this hobby. Sure. Um, is minimal, right? He's yeah. going to be worth less in six months. I'll buy him again that. in two months when he drops too much. But like at the national, we sold a, we bought and sold a gold EGS card. nine, five auto. Right? By the way, you showed me that card. That's why we actually want to bring up the judge with you. Cause I was curious what you sold that for. If you remember, we bought, we bought it for like 10 or 11. We sold it for 16 before the end of the show. 10 so or 11,000. Yeah. 15% yep. profit, 50% profit right off the bat. So you're kind of, your kind of contention here is, it's it's profitable right now, no matter when you bought him, because at this point he's super high. Sell him, take yeah. the win, move. Unless on. you're like Geo, who bought him last week, right? Because my contention is in a month he's going to go crazy, but there's risk there. So at yeah. this point, though, okay. he did drop a little bit from like. So I'm looking at his 2017 tops Chrome it's PSA a, 10. It's up. Well, it it is up over the last few. Like if you compared to, I bought two, two for three twenty, just to put in perspective. So, so where are we at right now? He's selling for three fifty, but as of uh, the 27th, so what is that? On Tuesday, that card sold for 320. So it's back up to 350 right now, which is probably because, and that's only one sale according to Card Letter right now. But that's of course he just hit his 61st. Now that's if if 61 doesn't bump him to a new high. Well, 62 is 62 going 62 to bump him to the, the new high. 62 I know is that's the, the actual one. record. So I think he's already gotten the bump for 62, and the yeah, only way what I'm is thinking. down right now, right? I think everybody bumps. He's got five games left, six games left, whatever it is. I think that bump already happened for 62. So if he doesn't get it, it's going to be a problem. And if you're into two for 320, I would just sell one and then free ride the second one, right? Free roll the second. That's not a, okay. So I like your theory there. What about a guy like Pujols? But see, I'm actually total opposite on Pujols, but I'm curious where you're at. Because we've seen the highest he's been, honestly, even, even during COVID, during the spike. I mean, what else? Can I think do I think he's point? a great. I think he's a great guy to sell right now. Get rid of everything you can. I think in the next year or two after he retires, buying opportunity for when he gets back into the Hall of Fame. Right? Yeah, I'll, I'll pretty, be honest. Pretty straightforward. I, I actually, I totally agree there. My thing with Pulhos too is like he's a proven commodity. The only thing I'm not selling is super rare cards. Because like I, I have come to the point, uh, and I think you probably like this with some of your Duncan stuff. I know you're a big Tim Duncan guy. Like that's why I'm with Brady and Griffey. There's some stuff that has sold, like has spiked unbelievably high, but if it's really rare, I'm just not, I don't even look anymore because I'm never going to be able to replace it. 
Like I have found some of the like the almost untouchable stuff doesn't end up coming down. Sure, because it's impossible to find and the people hold it into their collection, right? Yeah. Any, anything that I have that I care about is low numbered. Okay. Right? Yeah, exactly. So there's scarcity built in. Okay. Do you I'm, have much of a baseball collection? Um, no. Yeah. Not a big, the, the okay. only, the only baseball cards that I have are vintage, like, like what Mike collects, vintage Hall of Fame rookie autos. Giddy up. And I have okay. some really, really, really cool ones. Like I have a Koufax. I got a Hank Aaron. I have some oh. really cool stuff like that. Um, but I don't collect baseball in general. I collect basketball and football. You know what's interesting? Back to the Pujols, the specific card. Like I was looking at his upper deck. He actually. So when we talked about the, it was six fifty the other day. You it's remember? Up to seven twenty five right now. I'm selling mine when I get home. I mean, like at this point, there's nothing that's going to sustain that price. But the pop is not insane, right? What is it? Four thousand? No, this is a two thousand one upper deck PSA mm-hmm. ten. There's twelve hundred of these. Oh, see, I don't think that's a crazy price though. I actually, so well, it's, not the, it's not so much the price. It's more of the fact that this is essentially his all-time high for the last at least six months or more. Sure. And then what does he do? Like, so you, you hit this precipice. What is going to cause him to stay at that price Yep. instead of go down? So, I don't think there's anything. So it comes down to two things. He retires and all-time recognition. Like, hey, he retires and, oh, by the way, this guy's been so unbelievably crazy great. We just overlooked him for years. Exactly. But that goes back to the whole theory of, you wait till he goes down, yeah. and then you buy him when he's going to go fair. back up. Okay, let's go football yeah, the, then, Josh. Oh, go ahead. You seem to get us. So the, the thing with the thing with Pujols is he's going to be out of sight, out of mind in six months, That's right? True. Nobody, nobody's ever going to think about him until he is a first ballot, ballot potentially unanimous Hall of Fame selection, right? Sure. Like. That's when he's going to go back up. So buy like if you if you want to make money on him, you just buy the six months before the vote. Oh, okay, yeah, I get, you. I could see that happening too. Interesting. By the yeah. way, he was ripping tops cards the other day. Top sent him, a, yeah, top sent him a sweatshirt and a huh. hat and everything. Talking about his kids are into the hobby. And, he- and why is it a crime? By the way, this is ridiculous to me. If you even insinuate that there's a possibility he was on steroids, and you're like, un- you have to like come up with an apology. Are Dude, we saying everyone's on steroids? I think everybody <laughs> who's ever played baseball takes steroids. Why is this like a f- no? It always comes down How to these these four guys who were just unbelievably clean amidst everybody else cheating. Sorry <laughs> for the baseball rant, but Griffey, Jeter, Poolhouse, and Frank Thomas. If you ever even sniff that those guys were not clean, it's like sacrilegious. What? <laughs> just to be the clear, the only one that was definitely clean was Griffey because if he was taking steroids and still got injured that much, that body is just in horrible shape, right? Yeah, but even that, like the year he hit fifty six, like t- I, I would like sure. to think he is, but I just work under the assumption everybody cheated, and I would vote them all in because they were all great. I, I want to see an MLB league where everyone's encouraged to take. Who can take more steroids? Right. Who can do the <laughs> absolute the best highest... on the most steroids possible? Dude, I honestly think your tolerance would be solid. <laughs> I did, okay. So before we go to we NFL, go. we do need to throw. Let's go ahead and throw this in. We were going to put it at the end, but we have some pretty exciting news that we weren't going to share until Monday, but we want to tease a little bit. I don't don't get to do two and Jalen Hurts? No, but this is baseball related. It goes all into baseball. Okay. Specifically. Get excited then. I I am trying to be excited until someone interrupts me. I am so sorry, guys. The mic, please, Mike, please cut my volume there. It was too loud. The big news is that we have officially partnered with So Rare MLB. Uh, well, so rare in general, because we'll also be talking uh, NBA at some point. But the big news that has to do with baseball is that some of the prizes that are going to be coming out are tickets to playoff games and also, drum roll please, World Series tickets. All for free. You're not going to have to do anything. You're not going to pay money or anything you like that. Win. You just have to win. You have to play. Uh, we're going to talk more about it next week. A little teaser. Really excited to to talk a little bit about it. There you go. Dude, they all offered right. us, hang on, on, to build on, they offered us some prizes. And like we get these deals all the time and somebody, like, hey, here's a prize. We're going to give you $25 to spend in our store. It's usually crap prizes. So we don't do a lot of this stuff like this because it's I find it to be a waste of time. These dudes, although, again, I stand by two things. One, I can outswim anybody in Ryan's family, including <laughs> him. And two. Disagree. <laughs> How dare you? We'll get your take after, Josh. Third man in, first man out, I'll tell you that. But then they came back. So a pair of AL or NLCS tickets, a pair of World Series tickets, and a bunch of autographed, like, I think it's Fanatics autographed authentic jerseys and baseballs. It's pretty stupid. It's insane. All right, that's enough of tea. We're, we're, we'll talk more about it on Monday. Josh has a sober thought, he said. Oh, Josh? Thought? No, I want to talk to you guys after. 
Oh, like oh, after it's a the private show. Thought. Do you oh. know Ryan, by the way? You were quick to come yeah. to his defense. <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh. He knows he's Do a better Do you like swimmer. him or hate him? I like him a lot. Have you ever seen him in a pool? Uh, I've, I know how he swam for Duke yeah. and how his okay. kids swim. Here, yeah, yeah. Great. Good for them. <laughs> Bloody da. Nope. No, another secondhand excuse. Okay. Two, back to on, on topic because Simmons is ready to kill us at this point. Yeah, right. Tua and Jalen Hurts. Same question. Hey, these guys have been crazy hot. We're f- almost four weeks into a season. I could cash out now and, and make money because you probably would do pretty sure. well. Wh- where do you fall with those two guys? So I did not expect Jalen Hurts to be as successful as he has been. But seeing the first three weeks of the season, I don't see how the Eagles don't win 12 or 13 games and go far. So I think he's going to be going up more. Um, okay. So you're holding I him. think we, if I had any, I would be holding him. Um, I don't have any. I think last night we we auctioned off a select silver field level PSA 10. It went for like over 600 bucks. And they were like 300 what? before the season. Whoa. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. I had one. Okay. So they were fifty dollars raw before the season. One of our customers graded it, sold it six hundred plus dollars. Good, good for them. Made four hundred or five hundred bucks on that one card. Um, Tua, me and you disagreed a lot about Tua last year, right? Oh, is this I the w- point we apologize? Oh. Hang on. Uh-oh. No, this you were is big the point where I say I was right still. I oh. think we actually. I think we, I think this is one. I hate to say this. I think this is a win-win. Josh was putting his money into Herbert. And I was like, hey, he's too high, but he yeah. went higher. And you sold out of Herbert for the most part, right? We have a couple. We have a couple high end under like like one of one, one of two patch auto stuff, but that's it. Okay. Cause his stuff has actually taken a hit. My thing was I'm just gonna wait and buy a ton of Tua, which I did. So I'm okay. In the, off, in the off season, I said I'm buying Tua because he's too cheap. And yep. then and then all these other quarterbacks came in, Zach Wilson, Davis Mills. Lance and I'm like, I'm, why am I paying more for these guys when I know Tua is pretty good and he's cheap? And I bought an NTRPA of Tua, which I'm making money on, and we bought a black gold mosaic that we we flipped for a thousand dollar profit in under a week. And we bought a couple. We bought we bought the crossover shield from NT. I I am in on Tua. The reason I'm in on Tua is because I was going to look this up before I came on, but I didn't. I think yes, the Bills here. are still the favorites to win the AFC. And win the AFC East, even after losing that week. Which makes sense, by the way. They should be. It's it's sure. one bad week. And sure. it's not like they got blown out. There were some mishaps. And they had they were missing four of their starting defensive defensive sure. backs, right? But so, two is good. But by the way, just to be clear, I think the Bills win the division. I think the I think the Dolphins are a ten to twelve win. They have an, I don't I I've yeah. told you in the past too. I don't think two is great, but two has got really good weapons, a really good defense, and and like the third easy or the fifth easiest schedule in the league coming into the year. Wait, so Justin, the, big, the biggest thing that he has is no expectations. Correct. There's yeah. no expectations to win. Yep. Right. So anything he does is just going to push him up. And we saw that the last two weeks. So I'm holding and buying Tua also. Oh, you're still buying. Okay. I'm still buying Tua. I like that. I have not sold anything any of either one of those guys yet. But I'm. Th- I did dump a nice Jalen Waddle last night though. Waddle stuff is crazy because he got so Ooh. cold. Waddle's actually done really well. Okay, so I that, like that. So there's, there's some good... That, you know, that pass that Tua threw when he came back from the concussion right in the middle to, to Waddle 40, 40 yards down the field, that was just freaking perfect. Alleged you know? concussion. Don't knock my boy. <laughs> Allegedly. Just because he couldn't stand up, I mean. He waddled a little bit. He waddled for his waddler. Um, all right, so what about... Uh, who else do we have? So the Jags-Eagles game we wanted to talk about, right? Yeah, I had two games, and I also want to get like a forecast... I think there's two big games in the hobby. We can do this one quick. Jags and Eagles, Chiefs and Bucks. I think that those are the two games this week that are hobby relevant to me. We're going to see somebody absolutely panic and lose their mind. Either Brady fans or Mahomes fans. Either one of those guys lose two games in a row this early in the season. I think people are going to go nuts and prices are going to drop. I'm buying the losing quarterback of that game. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah for sure. People are stupid. Those are the two. I still think those are the two. Those are the teams that may end up in the in the in the uh, in the World Series too. But also the Super Bowl, first time it'll ever be done. Okay. It'll be amazing. People are going <laughs> to overreact if they lose two games in a row. <laughs> and then I think there's crazy upside with one of the other two, Eagles, Jags. Because I think if Trevor can beat the Eagles right now, he becomes the next. I mean, hobby darling, and that's probably an understatement. I think. I think uh, after, I take after that win last week, I don't think the the. I don't think the Jags come and win another game. It's another big game like that, right? After beating beating Herbert, I just don't don't see it happening. So low expectations means high reward if if it does happen. Uh, and when, when it comes to Chiefs Bucks, I can't imagine somebody panicking on Brady right now, right? Like Mahomes loses, I see I see panic. Brady, the, the key Brady cards have come back up, right? 
they like have Bowman a Chrome, bit. Bowman Chrome's up. Like the the Black Diamond is up. A lot of those cards are up right now from like May June. I just I can't see somebody panicking Brady during know. the season. Watching Brady play is not as exciting right now for some reason. Like I I don't find it as exciting as I did last year. It's been a slow start. Well, that's the thing. It is. I think that's the overall issue. It's just and so that's why. I, I could see pricing going down a little in the short term. Yeah. My other topic with NFL real quick too, then I have actually totally flipped my opinion of this after talking to other people. 2022 NFL wax. My contention has just been just go with 21 or 20. There's nothing here, whatever. Mm. I'm going to be honest with you. The difference in price between 22 compared to 21. And then of course, compared to 2020, which is insane now. I actually think 2022 wax is going to be a great thing for the hobby for this reason. I don't think it's a great product. I don't think it's a great buy, but the pricing is so much cheaper than anything else we've seen in football the last few years. I actually think it's a good thing. People can buy hobby boxes for under $300 now for decent product. I don't think it's horrible. Well, I really don't. What do you think? What's the chase then? Like The what chase are... is still the vet stuff and you're still going to get some rookies. Okay. And eventually some of these rookies are going to pop. And I think there are some good receivers. Chris Olave had an awesome game. Uh, we've seen uh, about, uh, George Pickens for the Steelers. Again, we're talking receivers, Garrett Wilson. Mm -hmm. But at some point, one of these quarterbacks is going to pop. And the fact that the, almost every Panini football product is vet heavy anyways, yeah. I actually don't think this is the worst thing that could ever happen. I'm not saying go out and buy it because it's going to shoot up. I'm just saying for the right now, go out, rip, or get into breaks cheap. I think this might actually be a decent thing for the world. It looks like, uh, how and do you pronounce safety. it? Al Alave? Is that I don't know. That's how I pronounce it. But. Chris, CO, is his short name, uh, Drake London, Garrett Wilson, all... All playing well. Oh, yeah. All look like they've got... George Pickens had the catch of the year. Decent stats right now. None okay. of them have good quarterbacks. I mean, well. I would rather see you throw to, to George Pickens <laughs> than Mitch Trubisky. But even there, like, doesn't Pickens probably start... Uh, Kenny Pickett, Pickett. Pickens? Pickett. Pickett. Pickett to Pickens. Yeah. That's the same. Sure. Yeah, it's good. Like at some point, I would think he starts Ritter in Atlanta. Like how long do you ride the Marcus Mariota train? Like, hey, Hawaii called? No one cares. <laughs> so and Malik Willis. Malik Willis is the only one that I think could actually be really good. Oh, There's man. no way Tannehill can't outperform Willis. That's all That's I'm saying. That's the thing. Tannehill is, is just a little too good to bench him for the rookie. That's what I think. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I mean, we already it, saw it, him play it, a little. it could happen if they're like three and eight. It could happen, right? Like see what see what you got going into the draft kind sure. of thing. That's true. Right? And he would be exciting to see what they're... But that's what I mean. I think the one of those would quarterbacks... would drive up his price for sure. Absolutely. I think one of these quarterbacks pops, and I don't think it's the worst thing in the world that we have a football year where it's just way more attainable in price. So what wax are we... Like the gold standard is way cheaper than the year that's been in years. Okay. It's a decent product. Yep. I, I so, wanted the two elements football breaks. My feeling is that all wax should go down even 2020 and 21, right? Basketball, okay. football, baseball's fine. But basketball, football, it used to be cheap to get into. And it used to be like if you hit your player or you hit the best player on your team, you at least broke even if you had joined the break. Yeah. You can hit you can hit your the best possible card and still lose money joining breaks right now. And that's well, just unsustainable. So I do want to know, like, are you basing that off of current prices or what they were a few weeks ago? Because like 2021 Prism football uh box of that was like I think it was like seventeen ninety nine. It's down to like fourteen twenty five right now. And then select is also. I think that was at seventeen hundred, and now it's down to like twelve fifty. Do you think those are still too I high? I think those are still still way too high. Okay, still way way too high. So yeah, but I, I think if twenty twenty two continues to be fifty percent of twenty one, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. So so maybe that plays to the point. More attainable wax pricing, and you can actually hit stuff and break even. Yeah, I hit a deck. Well, this was an, it was a mixer. There was a Prescott? new box of elements, so I got nothing. But then I got a Dak Prescott Genesis out of Mosaic, and I was excited. Cost me 30 value? bucks to get into the break. The card's probably worth 50, and I'll grade it. Hello. Okay. I was happy. Yeah, that's awesome. I get murdered on breaks every time, so it was nice. Oh, yeah. I've never done well. Um, all right, bad so, for the breaker here. Wait, did we... Uh, I, I tuned out for a second because I had to uh, message. I realized we've worked out all this stuff with So Rare about the contest and stuff. I was like... I want to make sure we're okay to say something. So I was messaging them, and I missed if we talked about Zach Wilson. Uh, we didn't, but I don't really care to. Yeah, he's coming back. <laughs> he's coming back. Let's see what he does. I don't know. I've been holding my stuff for that reason. Like as a, as a New Yorker, Cohen, any thoughts on Zach Wilson? You're not a Jets fan. You're a Giants fan, right? I'm an Arizona State Sun Devils fan that happens to go to Giants games every once in a while. <laughs> That's a college team, bro. We only I'm talk go, pro did you, here. Did you go to college, go to, Josh? I did go to college. 
Oh, that's sad. So rare, just give us the okay. Duke. <laughs> so I will be going um, to four or five ASU games. Um, Zach Wilson coming back this week. I don't think Zach Wilson's very good. And if okay. he doesn't perform up to what Joe Flacco did, it's going to be really bad, really fast for, for Zach Wilson cards. I think that's fair. They don't have like a, their backup quarterback's no good, right? It's Joe Flacco. Oh, Flacco is the backup. Okay. <laughs> oh, presumably. All right, let's jump sports. NBA preseason buys. Anybody, I know you're a big NBA guy, much bigger than I am. I have actually been super lazy with I have the laziest takes in the world with this segment. I love that we're talking all all the major sports, MLB, NFL, and NBA. It feels good. Oh, well-rounded. Bocce ball. I was a big bocce <laughs> ball fan as a sport. kid. You know Tops is making, um, uh, what's the game where you play with a stick and you throw lacrosse? Sure. They're lacrosse cards now. You know the greatest lacrosse player of all time? Josh, do you know this? This is not no. going to be a real answer. I would also, t- he was also the greatest running back of all time, in my opinion. It's a true story. What? Who? One man named Jim Brown. Jim Brown played lacrosse? Uh-huh. They had to change the rules because how dominant he was. He used to be no. able to just cradle the ball to your chest, like uh-huh. just hold it. And he was built like a fridge who just run through people. <laughs> now that's why you have to like do the stupid, whatever that's called. There is Cradling. zero world where that, I please. thought you knew anything about lacrosse. That's insane. Like the fact that you had even heard of it was a surprise. I used to play lacrosse. No, you did not. Yes, I did. I, what? When? You've never said that. Why is it shocking that I played a sport? Like if you told no, me you no, were no, a no, sprinter, no. it'd be it's shocking. It's not that. It's the fact that you even have heard of lacrosse. You are a very- Lacrosse is big up north. Is it? It is. Absolutely. Yeah, it's huge on the oh, island. It's, Listen I don't up, think you it's large not very child. big down here. Leave the sport. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, have you uh, ever played lacrosse? That's a shocking I have. Thing. I've picked up a stick and I threw a ball once. It felt pretty good. What are we talking about? All right, about? so we're NBA. back to NBA. <laughs> After lacrosse talk, it's NBA talk. Uh, preseason buys. Anybody jumping off the page for you, Josh? Current or past, uh, by the way. I don't care where you go with this. I don't really care I what would, happens, period. <laughs> I would go 90s rookies. Like, my, oh, I think Duncan dropped a lot. Kobe dropped a lot. Jordan stuff has dropped a lot. LeBron stuff has dropped a lot. All that stuff has tanked. And I'll compare it to Brady stuff, which if you get the right cards, all went up as the year started. And as we start talking about basketball, I think that stuff's going to start going up. When it comes to like young guys, we bought a Kate Cunningham NTRPA BGS nine, and we just got a Jalen Suggs NTRPA BGS nine five. What so are those, those going for, by the way? I'm curious. Like, I don't know the market on last year's class at all. Like, I know Lamelo's still doing fifty. So, Cade is twenty to twenty five for a BGS nine, depending on the patch. Okay. And the Suggs uh, Raws are going three to four thousand, and we won the the gem for like forty three hundred. So, I think that's just that was just cheap. Uh, okay. Wait, so what about anybody, like any rookies, though? Like guys people want to buy right now, well, like any t- hype? Those are too young. Oh, yeah. You're talking actual rookies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oof. No. Uh, I did. Like, I, I, did think, I, I think the wax is so bit. expensive that the cards are so expensive and they're just going to go down because I just I, I don't I don't see these guys being the, the man on their team. Right. I think Lamelo's dropped a wow. lot. I think Anthony Edwards has gone up too much. I think John Moran has dropped a lot. I think Zion has stayed the same. And. All he has is the ability to go up. I think. I think the floor is pretty much set for him right now because a yeah, lot of people you, that have a lot of money have been buying him. Wouldn't you agree that such a large part of this hobby is the hype of new guys in it? I mean, like buying sure. in before That's the, the tough thing. So right now, though, but there's not, not the only player I was hyped up about at all in this recent draft was Chet Holmgren, and he's done for the year. There's not another player in this draft I think is even marginally exciting. We could be proved wrong by the time the season rolls around. But There's like, some guy named like o- Ochi Agbaji. I don't even know how to pronounce it, but apparently he's on the Cavaliers. Uh, it sounds from uh, a couple Google searches that he seems to be doing pretty well. I don't know. But I mean, like nothing... You, there's no other name that you care about. Not this year. Not yet. Okay. Not until we see something different. I, that's interesting about the 90s stuff. I, I'm still super on the fence about that. Like I haven't spent any money on it because I've been so upside down in all of it. But I've just held it. I think the concern with 90s stuff too is like it's so print. Like there's such a high, high pop count, right? Yeah, but the price, he is right. Like the price, like Dun- you see, you by get. the way, like, like Duncan finest PSA 10s and like Topps paper are like 90 to $100 now. Jeez. Yeah, and Topps Chrome is down to 350 bucks. It was over 3000 When Dude, I was I buying them back in the day, they were like 150 bucks. Dude, I sold out. I had three of them at one time what, last summer or maybe a little before. I sold them all at like 2200 and then it went up a little more and I felt bad. But don't feel wow. terrible. So I'll say I had a couple ones that I think are interesting. And again, it's lazy because I've said these guys in the past. I actually think Ben Simmons has a lot of room to go up. 
People want to crap on KD, which I'm fine with any criticism you give that clown. Like, he's too skinny for my liking, A. Uh, B, I just think he's totally spineless. But there's also, like, the real possibility he is the best player in basketball again next year. Like, I think at worst, he's probably the fifth best. Kyrie is another guy I cannot stand and would not hate if Flat Earth was real for a minute and he fell <laughs> off of it. I don't think it is, and I don't think that'll happen. But you like just hate though, Duke? I do. Yeah, it just creeps. <laughs> so, so those two guys together, and then Ben Simmons, and the supporting cast they have, I actually think there's a real world. The Nets click in a really, really good. So Simmons is the guy I look at there. And then an, another guy who is just absolutely made of glass. But if I told... So again, let's just play this fun game. He's totally healthy, and he hits his absolute peak. Is it out of control to think this year coming... AD is the second or third best player in the game. No, I mean he he could be great, but he's also like he's made of glass. He's he's <laughs> lost his luster, right? That's yep. that, look at look at Towns. He's a top ten player every year. His cards are worth nothing, right? Yeah, but AD at least has already had Towns has never had that level, so it's like for him to get there, it has to be sustained playoff. I think, but I think there's a world where AD sure. if he comes out and just starts hot. I don't know. I think there's room. So those are my two guys. Wait. I agree with you on Durant, by the way. I've been picking up nice Durant stuff. I think he's way too cheap. Dude, he but he goes in that same conversation cheap. with LeBron and with all those other guys that they jumped. And I think what the problem is, people are scared. They see the money falling. They see the prices going down. And a lot of people say, don't catch the falling knife. Let it get to the bottom. Like at some point, we're going to be at the bottom, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Like LeBron stuff has basically bottomed out. I don't like LeBron Chrome refractors. PSA tens are still like the last eight or nine have sold for the same exact number, right? And you bring that down to some of the smaller cards, they're still selling in the same seven eight thousand dollar range. And then the pristine refractors like four thousand. Like all those cards have just steadily been the same. And the reason that I'm comparing that to Brady is because Brady did the same thing four months ago. And then when the season started, people were like, oh, I'm going to start buying him again. Yeah. So I think that's okay. what's going to happen with a lot of these guys. Can I ask a question? Because neither of you have even cared no. to mention. Nothing, no love at all. You don't think Zion has any chance of rebounding no, he's, from he, his current pricing? Yeah, yeah. Must yeah. Have you tuned out. He already said he says nothing but upside. Nothing but upside. Okay. I yeah, just want to make yeah, sure. Yeah. Which, right. by the way, I agree. I, I'm still sitting on that lot I bought for, man, like 42000 last year. Remember we bought it on the podcast. Yeah, but... I've that sold was almost Zion. Yeah, I've sold almost none of that. Oh, really? Because it's down so much lower. But he's already. Sure. You know what's funny though? The same thing happened the other day again. He has that press conference where he looks like really in shape. Looks good. Instantly, prices move a little bit. Well, I mean, if you and look- that's a good team, by the way. You have CJ McCollum there for the whole yeah. year. Like I, that could be a top five, six team in the West, and that dude is going to have some crazy highlight reels. I, I think there's. I don't. Weren't think they it's like the, this? Weren't they like the six seed last year without eight. Zion the whole year? They were the eight because they played Phoenix first round and beat him a couple games without Booker. Here's the thing. You say prices move, but he's actually down right now. Like he's down. He's at 180 right now for his 2019. Uh, oh, PSA well, that card is down. I'm talking like that card is $21,000. That's a perfect example, right? There's 22,000 PSA. I'm assuming you're talking about Prism, right? There's yeah, 22,000 yeah, yeah. or so PSA 10s without looking at card ladder. I know it's over 20,000. Yeah. Look at 15,000 mosaics. Yeah. Like I would look up anything numbered under a hundred, right? Like a blue prism, even that's a good card. But the, when you're talking to customers or people buying these cards, it's mm-hmm. like, what's your budget. And I tell people, even if you're going to buy, if you, if you're into Zion and you think he's going to go up, you don't have to buy a rookie card instead of buying that, that card, that prism PSA 10, whatever mm-hmm. I'd buy a second year gold, a gold, gold prison, maybe at a select or something that's maybe $400 instead of $200, yeah. right? You could buy Luca gold stuff, but not prison, but like crown Royale and stuff like that. Oh, uh, so you would only go numbered or, or colored. Like, yeah. There's not a base of his that you no. would go after. No, not no like base a hoops, cards. A mosaic, nothing. Okay. See, I, no don't actually base hate the, I don't actually hate the base play. His mosaic base is what? PSA tens. His mosaic. Like 80 well, bucks. It's uh, actually I've got it here. It's less than that. It's forty six dollars. However, it is good to know Mosaic still. There's fifteen thousand of those. But I'm too. okay with that because it's it's under fifty bucks. Yeah, it is. But the prism card in particular. So, what's your expectation for that to go to? Like, if you're buying that, are you buying that to store in a collection, or are you like speculating? No. I'm going to buy this to make money. Yep, speculate to make money. I think he comes out and has a big first week or two, and the guys like, hey, he's back. I think that car could easily go to seventy dollars. Yeah, I my thinking is I would buy now with the intent to try and sell within like 
the first month of the first season. game even oh, like yeah okay. just like see if there's a spike after that if he goes off in the first game i would sell it right then i understand the no risk portion of it being 46 dollars or whatever um but i even if it gets say it gets to 70 you sell it you end up netting 60 bucks after you sell it so you're going to do all that to make 14 dollars or 12 dollars yeah but that's 33 percent well, I mean, the, I'm talking right sure. here. You go percentage. That's actually pretty good. But it's also with the pop counts the way they are. You could go ahead and make that a real investment and buy a ton of them. You could dollar cost average into that thing too. Buy it at different price levels and then go ahead and sell the it. The problem, so you're not you, you're not hit. Able to, you're not. We've done that, right? Like I'll tell you, learn from learn from our failures. We've done that where we bought a hundred of a card. Yeah. To move the hundred of that card is going to be is going to be just a job in itself and you're either going to discount it to get rid of it all at once or you're going to auction all of them over a month not if i send it all to pc sports cards and have them well, sign it for me okay well we'll auction all of them <laughs> we'll auction 100 of the same card for you on one night <laughs> they all they all end at two in the afternoon pacific time that's the key right? on a tuesday so that, that's yep. the problem that's the problem with the with the base play if you get numbered stuff you at least have more control over it yeah right like Makes nobody, sense. nobody, nobody's going to move it. So, I'd ra- I'd rather spend money on of ninety nine, of seventy five, of fifty, even if it's second year, rather than rookie that's just overprinted beyond belief. I would agree with you. Like if it's the three of us in a room just talking, I would agree with you. But knowing that our audience, not all of them have the money to afford some of that stuff, it's like you got to think like if I'm making a play. Yeah, I mean, making two 40 of those bucks, for 90 bucks. Yeah, I mean, that's make $30. Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit of work, but I mean, I just made some money for doing very little work in comparison to my real job. So, Josh, do you have anything else to add to the show? Because if not, <laughs> I think we've come to the end. Oh, we can uh, hit his mailbag questions. We need to. Okay. We need to. Josh, ask I am serious. Any topics on on that strawberry blonde head of yours that are just rare and <laughs> not redhead? Strawberry color blonde. My hair right. By the, well, you said it off. I, I listened when we were talking before. By the way, what is it? What is in your ear? Are those hearing aids or those AirPods? Those are AirPods. Not AirPods. They're, they're Bose ear earpods. Those are massive. We should get some of those. They're oh, sp- you would. Oh no! Like I'd lose him. Oh, he just lost connection. Oh, he took out, a, he <laughs> he took took out his out headphone to be fancy. Hear anything? That's it. He's done. Jesse just got <laughs> finger guns. That means we're going again. Mailbag. All right. Well, let's hang go on. Ahead and just jump to right be in. clear, nope. that was a whole debacle. I asked Joshua about his headphones <laughs> to be fancy. He pulls them out and they stop working. So we're back. They're that good that they stop working if you touch them. Uh, we have a couple questions specifically for PC, PC sports cards. Josh, are you ready for these? Doesn't Ready matter. I'm asking, asking him anyways. anyways. Yeah, that was, asking a, that was too long of a pause. I need immediate answers. Chris <laughs> Thomas from the Facebook consignment questions. What kind? What kinds of cards bring in the most money for your consignment business? And as a collector slash seller, what cards do you choose to consign with someone else? So I'm gonna guess the first question means how do we make more money on lower end or higher end stuff? or anything like that yeah sure if, I mean, there's, if there's an area you can point to that makes more money than something else um the lo- the lower end stuff makes a higher percentage the higher end stuff makes a lower percentage but probably more money because the cards sell for a lot more money right okay mm-hmm. but it's just our rates range from anywhere from you getting 85 percent to you getting 93 percent of the sale so oh, okay if we, if we get if you get 85 and we get 15. That's always going to be a higher percentage, but the number is going to be higher if we sell a $20,000 card versus a $8 card, obviously. Okay. Yeah. Makes right? sense. Good to know. Um, John Boyd. Well, hang on. What kind of cards are you consigning? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Like, what customers should be sending you cards? Everybody, we, but aside I, from I, that. I think we sell the most uh, PSA graded cards, obviously, because of our grading business. Mm-hmm. Um, we sell. Our average sale is about $125. So if you're in that $100 to $300 range, that's like our bread and butter of what we sell. We also sell a higher percentage of $1,000 plus cards than any other eBay consigner. Oh, right? really? We, yeah, we get, we get a ton of really, really nice stuff that goes for 1000 plus. So we don't sell as much quantity-wise as some other people because they sell that much more than us, right? They, they just have a lot more listings than us. But percentage-wise, we sell the most a thousand plus cards and selling those draws more people to send them to us to sell. Do you ever sell on other platforms besides eBay? Um, like will you ever use an auction house or anything like that? 
we've used we've used auction houses for super high end stuff like anything over 30 or 40 grand definitely should go to one of the bigger auction houses um ebay ebay has troubles with some of those cards uh where people like waiting for the last second to bid on stuff mm-hmm. and if your bid history doesn't show that you could afford those cards and all of a sudden you throw a $60,000 bid on a card with under a minute left it's going to say oh we need to verify you and oh, I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah, that happens every once in a while. So big, big cards we've sold on other platforms. Do you think sure. I would have been better off sending you my Golden Bappe auto mm-hmm. instead of going to Golden? The close Saturday night, I was disappointed. What did it go for? 24, which maybe uh, isn't bad. I have no idea. I think that, that it probably would go for about the same. Like that's the range that we, we've done well on um, okay. for the high-end stuff. But anything that starts getting 30,000, 40,000, I think you get more eyes. Um that's probably a card that did you grade it? I don't. I remember seeing you pull it because you posted so it everywhere every day for a week. More than that, man. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. So it was a PSA PSA eight point five, no auto grade, but it was probably an eight, maybe a nine auto. That's probably a card that I would have listed based on the situation that we're in right now with cards and with soccer with the World Cup coming up. I probably would have listed that fixed price. Okay, buy it oh. now or best offer. Yeah, or I would have put that at like 40 grand or best offer and see what oh. offers come in instead of running it. And then if it doesn't sell when we get towards the World Cup, I would probably then try to plan out auctioning it around the World Cup starting because there'll be a little bit more interest in a card like that. Yeah, that's what we're going to do with the rest. Actually, we're going to send you some of the other ones because we've got like the Messi, the Neymar. We got a bunch of the other ones from cool. that set. We're going straight to eBay. Matter of fact, Zach from Pristine, I thought. Oh, Pristine, and well, we're going both. I'm going to send some to Pristine. We're sending some to PC. Oh, okay. But by the way, Zach from DC, not PC, offered me thirty for that Mbappe card, and that I said that the group shut it down. Stings a little. I bit. didn't own it outright, so I couldn't take it. All right, give him another question. Uh, this is not specifically directed to you, but I think you could provide some good insight. Sure. Um, Cole Bins, in your experience. When looking through a slab, how accurate of a view do you get when examining condition? I'm thinking about cracking a PSA 9 to see if it will resub as a 10. So that's a really good question, and it helps with explaining crossovers to people because that's for a review. But the the misconception with crossovers is they never cross. And the problem with that is for somebody to crack a crossover out, you need to know that the card is 100% going to get a PSA 10 or, or whatever grade it's going to get that you cross it over to. And you cannot get a good enough view in a slab to know that. Oh, right? okay. There will be glare. And the, the hardest ones to look at by far are BGS because they have that little, the cards are in that inner Mylar sleeve. So, okay. so when they're in that sleeve, it gives you different light and it sort of masks things. So that's why it's so hard to cross cards over because without knowing 100% that it's going to cross, Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't crack a twenty thousand dollar BGS nine five and say, "Oh, never mind. This is a PSA nine, not a PSA 10. right? Yep. You have to okay. be a hundred percent sure it's going to cross, right? Makes so, a lot of sense. Okay. So I don't think um, you can get a good enough view, but for a card like that, I'd crack. I don't know what card you're talking about, but I would definitely crack and try again if you think you can get a ten. By the way, did you ever move your Tom Brady two thousand Bowman refractor? We have we, we we had a refractor for a short 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 amount. Oh wait, of time. no no no. I'm sorry. It's a Chrome ten. That's what it I've, is. No, I bought another one. What'd oh. you pay for the last one? 20. I'm trying to remember what you tried to rip me off for on that one at the, <laughs> at the bleaker. That's right. But they were doing 30 at the time. What are they doing they're now? They're doing like 30, 32? 33, 35. Uh, anywhere from 18 to 25 right now. I'll pay you 15 right now. I mean, deal. And this promotion? Wow. <laughs> you can wow. pay me 15 and send the card. <laughs> Any more questions um, for one other, Yeah, one other directed to you, Josh. So uh, John Bourne wants to know, did the eBay changes to return policies where it went from three days instead of 30 days, or two, three days instead of 30 days. Did that help quell buyer's remorse types of returns? Can you define quell before he answers that, please? (laughs) Uh, Subdue? Okay. Does that help? Sure. Mike wants you to define subdue now also. I was going to say it doesn't help. (laughs) Thank you for saying that. Um, What what are your thoughts, Josh? We didn't all go to college here, okay? (laughs) College boy. (laughs) Um, So I think that partially helped minimize returns for for uh for um buyer's remorse uh-huh. the big the biggest thing that's helped with returns for buyer's remorse though is actually the authentication program oh really okay because once it passes authentication they can't return it makes sense okay 
Oh, once it goes through us. Oh, that's like interesting. Like there's a C- okay. CSG thing, right? CSG or the PSA one, because PSA is doing it now also. Um, I wonder if, they're gonna, if there's going to be a huge delay there, by the way. CSG announced they had to like clo- obviously close down for the storm because they're in oh, Florida. Florida? Florida. Florida somewhere. Yeah, like they evacuated. The whole state oh, they, evacuated. Yeah, so... Um, okay. So that 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 has actually... it. The authentication program in general is super frustrating for us because customers expect us to be able to combine shipping on cards. And if something goes to authentication mm-hmm. and it's not going to their house, we can't combine shipping with it. I didn't right? know that. So oh, if, you okay. win, if you win like a PSA card that's 400 bucks that has to go to authentication and you win another three cards that are $40 each, you're paying two different shipping charges. You're paying one for authentication and one for shipping directly to you. I forgot about that. I didn't think right. about that. Either. I didn't okay. think about it actually. Yeah, never mind. Um, okay, so can we follow that up with? He also wanted to know: Are there any? Is there anything else that you can think of that eBay could do to help protect sellers and consigners? If they could come up with a policy similar to the authentication program for wax, that would be great. We have tons and tons of customers asking us to sell wax for them on eBay, and the problem is, I could sell wax on eBay. Somebody can get the the box, rip it open, rip all the packs open, and then say that they didn't get any cards or it was GI Joe or whatever the heck it was mm-hmm. and return it. And then there's nothing I can do about it because they're going to show a picture of having the wrong thing or having nothing or having rip packs and it's going to get approved. I'm oh, going to be really me. Yeah. So that's there, a real no, thing. Like yeah. you deal with that. You've dealt with that like yes. recently. Wow. Not, rec- not, not recently because we don't sell a lot of wax. If we sell somebody's wax on eBay, we tell them that they have to eat they have to be willing to take that risk and we're not going to be the ones that are responsible for it. That's a good caution for the listening audience. If you're selling, trying to sell wax on, on eBay, man. Okay. Good to know. So if they could do something like that for wax, it'd be really good. Okay, cool. Uh, that, those were the questions. Those are the big ones for you, my friend. Uh, Mike, anything else? No, thank you for joining us. I, I've come down off my high. The monster's obviously wearing off. <laughs> the Taco so. Bell's kicking in. Monster's <laughs> yeah, wearing off. Good. I feel terrible. You guys bragged about your education. No one cares no about. One. <laughs> it's fine. You're probably both. I know you're both taller than yeah. me. Good for you. La di da. Josh is pretty tall. Is Josh fine. taller than me? How tall are you? It's like six two, six three. You're taller than me for sure. Hey, by the way, you're you're a very svelte man these days. You've been uh, kicking in the diet and exercise. I am curious. Someone did ask this question to us. What's your game day snack? What do you? What's your go to? Little little treat yourself watching the football. Wings. Ooh, that's a high protein though. Wings. No, I heard a story about. Then we can let Josh go. Wings, and, wings and then Domino's pizza at night. Oh, okay. I heard a story about you from you one of your family members. Talking to me? Yeah, that you oh, smashed Lord. out. This was like 15 years ago. I wasn't even married yet. You set some sort of a record at a local wing place here. Is there oh. truth to this? Did you talk to Zach? Don't worry about who I talked to. The name rhymes with Smack Nibson. I don't know if it was a record. Uh, what was the number? He didn't know the number. 71. What? Jeez. <laughs> I Josh, like, Josh Tommy likes like wingies. Is that, full, is that full wings or is that split? Oh, uh, wait, what do you mean? Oh, it was like, uh, like uh, what's it called? The wing and the, the a wing and traditional, a traditional wing types. The, the drum the and the... And the flat. Flat, yes. There was a mix of them. Do you like drums or flats better? Oh, that is a really solid question. I used to always think I like drums better, but I think as I've gotten older and my tastes have matured, I'm going more flat. Oh, we're getting into the food talk. You know Jesse <laughs> likes to talk about food talk. The only time he listens completely, like we have his rapt attention is when we start doing this, which is great. So there you go. Uh, thank you, Josh, for entertaining that question and for just joining us at all. The third man in, I think it worked pretty well. This is fun. We'll try it again. You didn't ruin it for everybody else. So thank yeah. you for that. <laughs> Cool. Mike, we'll I think up. that's one of the nicest things you've ever said to me. That wasn't there really a nice thing, Mike. Thank you thank for that. Thank you. I complimented Jesse today, too. I'm on a roll. All right, shut him <laughs> off. Kill his mic. <laughs> Josh, see you, uh, see you, man. Next week. I don't know. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. All right, so there you go. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I, well, let me... I, I, want, I, your, I want your honest <laughs> opinion. Third man in, your thoughts were... Uh, I think Josh is really entertaining to talk to. I think that his knowledge base is really good, uh, especially... And not only that, he just is part of a world that we don't really have access to as far as like the sales and consignment type of thing. So I wouldn't say he's really, I think he's entertaining. I don't think he's really, he's knowledgeable. I I think he's really entertaining for us because sometimes that's a hard dynamic to just enter into. Oh, and I I would explain that he's in on the joke. He's in on the joke. And especially for our brand of humor, uh, I think he did well. Um, I had written down 20 minutes. 
Like I was like at 20, I was going to text. I was literally just oh, going to hit the yeah. green button. Like, he, hey. He got 45 at least. Which is fine. Like I said, yeah. I, I, I do like having a second perspective of like of card guys. What I like too is the fact that if we can have him on again, possibly in the future, but then we can also like mix in other guys as well. Like I think we should continue to do maybe not every like single this. episode, but on many episodes if we could. Uh, so long as the guy's in on the joke, you know? If they're not, we'll just cut the audio. Yeah, just cut the, the audio, bro. The only topic we were going to talk about briefly with him, which we just didn't get to. So 2022 tops Chrome. So the these other boxes that are out right now, they almost look like mega boxes. They're called... Logo Fractor. The Logo Fractor box. Yes. It's they're, a tops.com only. Thank you. Okay, I was one. So they're 50 bucks. Yes. I think we should buy two. Buy one each right now and rip them for fun on a social. I think it's a great Here's price. Here's the thing. I already bought two personally. Can I have one? For the price, you have to pay half of shipping, and I'll, I'll pay half of the whole order. Would you? Would you pay total for the, those? Two? Uh, I don't know. I think well, unless they charge tax, I don't know if they did. If it's the didn't, then it was forty nine plus forty nine plus eighteen, so one hundred sixteen dollars. Sure. So divided by go. two would be fifty eight. Hey, you still owe me for. Uh, don't forget about the cabin. I haven't gotten that payment yet. You got the master, though, didn't you? Okay. <laughs> I, I I think that's probably a good buy for like a cheap. Well, like, let's some why though. So yeah, so we. There's not been a ton of sales, but that one includes at least the Julio Rodriguez. We see one of those for sale on eBay right now, the SP. There's still a few more hours on it, I think. It was but over $800. $800, yeah. Which is pretty wild. And it's 50 bucks, which is great. The other thing I've been really trying to inquire about, just on a couple other quick wax notes, I did get another case of Prism baseball for oh, $1,000, okay. which was super cheap. Um, it releases tomorrow. Oh, I'm going to yes. do them with personal boxes. I'm actually kind of up on Prism because I think this checklist is going to be stupid loaded. Oh, cool. It's a it's a non-licensed product, so it is what it is. But I, th I think for the money, it's going to be really good. I think even when it peaks a little bit more, mm -hmm. it's still going to be under 200 a box. And it's well under that right now. Because um, the case has how many? 12 boxes. 12. Oh, yeah. nice. Oh, man, uh, you got that for 1000 bucks. That's what I mean. I think that was like less than cost. How, who did you buy it from? dumping. Yeah. Well, I don't need, well, I don't need them knowing that. Dumping um, and non-licensed products Taco that you Bell. want to talk about. <laughs> um, the other thing with Topps Chrome, too, is even like Hobby and Jumbo, people are so down on that right now. Mm -hmm. I think once the silver packs are available and they're coming with the case, I told you before the show, I think I'm going to try to load up on a few cases of that stuff. Can I have a case? You can, if I can get enough, can you, you can split? buy a case. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I, I split my $50 logo fractor. You split, I split a minute? couple of packs. I okay. think that's very fair. So yeah, I, I do. I think there's a couple interesting things there. The only other like wax note, I, I did want to address is the Brian Gray leaf stuff. Oh yeah. Is that what you were going with? Yeah, that's what no? I was going. That's the, the speaking of NIL and uh, product that people speaking are Speaking of dumb responses on social media. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he came up with a 2022 leaf metal soccer. My first thing was, first of all, there's a couple things. Like I'm not trying to give this guy a ton of crap about it, but and and I think he's like a speaker next week at the industry summit, which I don't know why that happens every year. But you're gonna be best friends by the time it gets there. I have a thing Tuesday I, morning there. I'm on stage. I know. I heard about that. Um, I'm not gonna so, be at the summit, guys. By the way, there was someone you who brought was, this up again. The, do you want to go? I do kind of want. I well, at this point, it's too late. But since it's it was more of a card shop live thing, and we weren't sending the whole thing out there, I wasn't. I was like, well, since it's not an SCN, and I, I may not be doing as much SCN stuff, then yeah, I'll stay. But now I feel like I'm missing the boat next time. But you texted me about this. I was like, this is going to come up again. <laughs> well, if, it's an issue, it. you, if it's an issue, you can come. No, no, no. Uh, at this point, I mean, it's you leave tomorrow. <laughs> I'm not going to go. There's a card show. The summit doesn't start till Sunday. Oh, There's I know. a card no, show the first few I'm, days. Again, I'm not, I'm, not hint, I'm not saying this to hint that I want to go. I'm just saying in the future, I think I would probably go. Um, You're not hinting to hint. You're just hinting to bring it up. <laughs> I'm, okay, I'm I just so want to make sure. Long. But... Uh, to go back to the leaf thing, I think what the best thing you did here was since we don't know as much about soccer, you did reach out to our boy Jason over at Soccer Cards United. So the whole backstory here, I, that is true. 2022 leaf metal soccer was just like guys were just selling it cheap because they were not impressed with the product. Yeah. And so it's like it's currently being sold by very weak hands below factory cost. We believe most of these weak hands have exited their inventory. and We will be rewarding those who held. I mean, first of all, like it's a bad market. The market didn't react well to the product. Mm -hmm. like, I don't think that's a weak hand, but whatever. Yep. With that being said, we know, all caps, this product will, all caps, be good. As the young players become the next megastars, we know they will. That was the first point that Jason found laughable. Like, how does this guy know these soccer guys? Yep. Like, that's me claiming every baseball prospect is the next Barry Bonds. Like, it's laughable. Um, and then there was this part. 
However, we must concede that, and this was on Twitter, like on their Twitter, we must concede that much like NIL, uh, name, image, and likeness, the consumer doesn't understand the monster value or is too lazy to do the homework. Let me just say this. Well, first of all, you don't want to insult your buyer base. Well, I don't need him talking about being lazy either. Like, please. Oh, come but on. Here's don't the other go thing. there. Okay, fine. I already did, though, and I'm, I stand by it. If I have to do homework to know how great somebody is, probably not that great. Like, if I pull a Mike Trout auto, mm-hmm. I know I got a great card. If mm-hmm. I pull a six-round pick that no one's ever heard of, I have to do research. Maybe it's a cool project that I get to hold that guy. Does not mean he's, like, this great hit. Sure. Like, as a side, like this other, and then just calling them lazy. Like, what are we talking? That's the issue too. Is like he's selling primarily to the U.S., which is not necessarily the world m- market for soccer. I guess I, I, I'm assuming that's the case, right? Mostly U.S. sales. Yeah. As a side note, these boxes cost us over three hundred dollars each to make. I don't believe that for a second. I would just tell you, okay. there, there is no chance the margin is that slim on this. I would be absolutely shocked. Okay. But, but maybe I'm wrong. Okay. I, I just don't believe that. There's absolutely zero reason these should trade where they do. Well, the free market has decided where they're trading at. They're for sale on every resale place and wholesaler right now. Mm-hmm. So clearly the market is not impressed at the $400 or $500 price. Mm-hmm. Like, what are we going to... I just... I don't know. Enough guys tag us in that post and yeah. send me that post personally. Here's the other thing. You own a company. I don't think you need to be making responses like this anyways. That is... It does That's feel my, more of like a pump and dump in that scenario as far as like... Dump. Just this is beneath you. Well, it, well, that too, but like, it also is like I feel like you're you're not uh, in the right position to be talking about that product because you personally benefit, and so it does. It's not a good look. Now, now that we've said all that, what's one thing you like about Leaf and or Brian Gray? I'm not a he rubs me the wrong way. You know, what it is? Or he comes Leaf? off he comes off arrogant like I do. I think at times, okay. but yeah, I'm not I'm not impressed by. It. I'm not a fan of his Leaf. I like this pop century. Oh, you love that as well. Yeah, you know I love that. Okay, I, I think they do a good job with Leaf Pearl. Oh, okay. I think the other, metal in general thinks a crap product, though, across the board. And, and if you have to tell me why it's a good product, I think you've done something wrong. If, okay. I have to tell you, if I have to tell you after listening to this podcast why it's the best, yeah. we, we, we blew it. Um, so anyways, that's it. That's the situation with the Leaf thing. I did want to at least address it. So uh, The only other thing I want to mention super quick, and then we'll do a couple mailbags, and then we're done. Because as you can see, I'm coming back to my— I want to leave Coming back to good, life. Yeah, yeah, I want to leave her on a good note. Uh, hey, you didn't even mention I did my office up, bro. You did. Jesse cleaned up his head. He got a haircut and his office looks great. Uh, huge card show down here. We're hearing like 500 to 550 tables in Nashville. End of October, the 29th or the 31st. We'll be there the whole time with a bunch of tables. Jesse's going to be there dancing, singing, signing we'll autographs. Shirts. Shirt. We got stuff. a ton of merch. Card Shop Live and Sports Cards Nonsense will be there. It's going to be an awesome show. And if you've never been to the city here, I, I honestly, I say this all the time. Nashville is, I would never pick another city to live in if I had my choice. Like, Aww. it's that good. So, Man, that feels good as a native. I would say, I think you should come here. Come to the show. Friday night of the show, the tickets are not on sale yet, but Nash Cards, we're kind of helping sponsor, talk about it at least, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nash Cards is has rented out Pins Mechanical. Pins Mechanical, not Pines. So it'll be an open bar. So free food, free drinks, Drink free entertainment, because we're going to have some wax that we're going to throw in for free, some SGC grading for free. Door prizes, different crap like that. There's a bunch of games, arcades, bowling, pool, all that. It's a hundred bucks a ticket, which I'm just going to lay in a little secret. If you're going to go out and have a few drinks and a dinner in Nashville, you are not getting out for a hundred bucks. Go sell one of your Zions and get two tickets. Yeah, I think it's going to be an awesome event. It's only going to be like 200 tickets. They're not selling a ton because they only rented about a a half of this place. Okay. But, But that's what will be that Friday night. I'm excited about that. Last thing, October 7th, Nick Swisher, the ex-Yankee. Normally, I don't speak to people who wore that uniform, <laughs> but he's with a, he's, uh, it's, I think it's called Every Kid Charity. They're doing it. We're doing a charity break. Me and him are doing it. We're dual hosting it together, a mm-hmm. charity break. We're going to break some tops pristine baseball. Uh, all the proceeds will go to that charity. It'll just be kind of fun. Pick like the brain of him, uh, his playing career, and like get him into cards a little bit. He's got a ton of other athletes who work in that company as well. And they're going to, uh, he's going to be on the podcast too, Thursday before. So the 7th is a Friday, October 6th, we'll have him on the podcast. Boom. I have nothing else to say. Set your faces to stun. Um, The only other thing I was going to mention, oh, uh, just if you guys haven't already, if you guys go out and create an account over at Pristine Auction, they've got some uh, decent cards coming up as far as uh, football goes. Walter Payton, rookie card, non-graded. There's some Tua stuff out there. Uh, There's a, a number of things that are actually going below comps at this moment. Uh, I don't know if that will last by the time the bidding is over, but if you use the code nonsense, sign up for a new account, you get 10 bucks free. There we go. Pristine shout out done. Mailbag a few before we end the show or yeah, five minutes. Let's make it 
Snappy Clappy. Let's do it. Happy Slappy. I don't know. Let's just. What not... did you say though? Uh, <laughs> Danny Eaton. Uh, oh, this was my question. Uh, will Sports Boy and Mike be throwing passes for an hour uh, before the sprint race? People want to see us throwing sprint. passes. I, I think he's referencing because uh, they want some context of how bad Brady's run is, really. So he wants to see us do a little example. I'll swim, I'll run, and I'll throw. What do you want to see? I would love. I still want to do it, bro. I don't think you beat me by 15 yards. Is that the? Is that? Are you saying 15? I think. Maybe 10. There's, oh, a nice, no. there's a nice football field in town. You're, you're right scared by my confidence, Creek, aren't right near you? near my house. You're scared by my confidence. We'll go. Okay. All right. Tell me when. All right, we're doing it. Casey Lee, Geo, how is your Hall of Fame auto collection coming? Any updates? Very slow. No updates at all. The Bob Cousy, honestly, the Bob Cousy thing with the Cousy Legs inscription, mm-hmm. I sent her off to PSA to get graded, dual grade, card and auto. Yeah. That's it. That was kind of like my peak, and I was like, eh. I kind of lost interest after that, to be honest yeah. with you. Um, same with my 61 Flair set. I was all pumped to do that. And then Bill Russell died literally that Sunday at the show when I bought all those cards for that set. Mm-hmm. I've not bought a single card since the show. Uh, I have been still chasing the Marvel. I buy Marvel every week. I actually had the cap come back from SGC this week. Oh, yeah. Card number one. Mm-hmm. That came back, which is cool. That's like a $150 card. That's still one of the best-selling ones. Oh, okay. Nice. So that one came back. Everything else came back lower, so I sold it at auction the other night. Uh, and I picked up the Marcus Allen for my 2001 Sign of the Times, which was actually a decent one. I got that for nothing. Really? Like 28 bucks or something. My high bid was like 65 You know what's funny? I went out looking for some entertainment cards because I was like, you know, the market is taking a little bit of a hit lately. I want to see like what's come down. It is still hard. Like some of these entertainment cards, like just when I say entertainment, I just mean like uh, whether it's comic book or uh, actor, singer, whatever, they're still really high in some cases, at least the ones I was looking after. So that is funny. It's just funny that those have been maintained a lot of value still. It um, is true because the other stuff, dude, like the Marvel right now. Yeah. It's actually the perfect time to be putting the set together. Like it's, it's I still cheap. thinking about ripping those two boxes. If I do it, I'll do it on the, on the app and I'll let everybody know. Um, this is a good question. I, w- I would like us to address it. <sighs> Let's Boy, make it the last it one. And I'll, I'll make Fine. it a talking point. Joseph Nicase, I believe is how you would pronounce this. Interesting question. He says, do you guys ever see a scenario where breaking could come under the scrutiny of lawmakers considering it gambling, quote unquote, or something of that sort? Or has this already been addressed in the past? The bigger and more popular something gets, the more likely the government is to come knocking. Just some nonsense that crossed my mind recently. It's a solid question that we ourselves have done some digging into, especially with the fact that there was an app recently created that we are both owners of, Mike especially. Um, Here is the answer that I would give, and Mike can also give his response. There are ways to make this a much more, uh, much more of a gamble. Is there risk in what you do when you buy a pack of cards from Walmart? Yes, absolutely. Is there risk if you were to go out and buy a car at auction? or a, a home or anything like that. Yeah, a lot of times you can't test for them. You don't know what's in them. But at the end of the day, are you getting something for what you purchased? Yes. So therefore, while I do think that it could become an issue for some people that could treat it as a gambling, I guess, fill-in, I I don't personally view it as that. And at this point, our lawyers have addressed it and they feel confident in where we stand on that stance. So. Stand on that stance. That doesn't make sense, but... Stands on that stand. I have nothing to add to that, except get your feet on your side of the table. <laughs> you have nothing to add to it. Okay. I don't. I, 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 this is one subject I never speak about publicly, because I, anytime it comes to anything with legality and law, Uh-oh. there's a billion different opinions. Same, honestly, the same too when it comes to like tax questions. How do you guys do your stuff with taxes, running a card, buying and flipping and selling operation? Mm-hmm. I hire a professional. Like yeah. that's, same thing. Hey, this is the company we're going to do. We hire professionals to what's the financial ramifications and are we set up? What's the legal ramifications? Yeah, I, I just think it's it's those are two areas I've always just been like, you know what? Hire professionals, which we have done. So that's yes. why Jesse's able to give that answer. But yeah, that's why I would say, because it was actually another question that kind of played into this. As a breaker, do you ever feel a person? I forget who asked that. You, you mm-hmm. can find it. You feel personal responsibility to like cut somebody off? Yeah, I'll be honest. That was a thing back then. I mean, when I was breaking full time, like some guys would get 
as the saying goes, like would be on tilt. I've talked to Eddie about that. He said the same thing. Yeah, yeah. like I did view it to a degree. Like, hey, hey, guy, I gotta love you. Like, send him a like, love you, man. You've been a huge help to the business. Yeah. And this was when I was on Facebook only. I'm suspending you from the page for a day. What do you mean? I'm like, bro, take a step back, breathe, like yeah. chill out. Not every box is gonna have the next thing. If yeah. this becomes more where you're doing this just for the money aspect, yeah, you're in trouble. Like, that's not what this is. Still a hobby and a community. So. There were definitely times you have to step in. I think any good breaker has to do that. Now, to what level? I mean, it's up to you. Like, we're also dealing with adults. You have to be responsible for your own finances. But when it comes to things like that, yeah, I do think there's some. Yeah. You know, or if you get a guy, hey, we're selling personal boxes. All right, give me the next one. Give me the next. Like at some point, it's like, hey, bro, take a breath. Like, you gotta. And yeah, the next box could have that massive hit, but you have to just chill. And if people are not going to be responsible enough to do it themselves, sometimes you do have to step in. I think that also goes to show, like, what breaker you choose to break with. Because sure. like there are some who would take advantage of that. Of that. Oh, no question. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, just be, be cautious and, and you have to find ways to enjoy it. And there's nothing wrong with stepping away for a while anyways. As a matter of fact, I was talking to Russ the other day. Mm-hmm. He's like, I was like, you've been doing anything with cards? Nothing. Like I took almost the whole month off. Huh. I, I get that. I get burned out sometimes. I'm like, I don't want to do anything. Yeah. I don't want to sort. I don't want to ship. I don't want to look at cards. I have mm-hmm. no interest in sets. I, and you know me, I get I get down the crazy road. Anyways, I'm just like, I'm going to sell everything off and just be done. Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. And then you come back, like you take a step away and you kind of chill out. But I think it's a sign of appreciation for the hobby that you're in that you do take a step away because you don't want to bring yourself out to the point where you hate it. Yep. I mean, if you actually do like it, then take a step back every once in a while. That's why I mess with the sets too. It gives me a thing where I'm like, I think it's a good investment anyways. Yeah. But I'm more doing that because I have fun chasing it. So yeah. anyways, there you go. We're going to end the show on that. Like I said, the industry summit, the Vegas card show is, so there's a summit card show this weekend in Vegas. And the following week is the Las Vegas card show. We'll be at both. Yep. I say we, the company will be. Uh, and then the industry summit is Sunday to Wednesday. Uh, Sports Card is Nonsense, Card Shop Live will have a presence there as well. I have a speaking thing on one of the stages Tuesday morning. And we'll do the show. You'll be in Vegas. I'll be here on Monday. Yeah, so we'll do the show Monday we'll morning. Big announcement was so rare and all that kind of stuff too. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Cool. cool. So there you go. That's Sports Cards Nonsense brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, powered by Spotify. Thanks again to Josh. Again, PCSportsCards.com. Make sure to check them out. Five-star cards as well. Matt Sellers, our other consignment guy. We use for everything that we want to sell. Both good dudes. Uh, you can find their links on our website. I don't want to speak to anybody else for the rest of the day. So I goodbye. you did it. 